The views and opinions expressed during this program do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of Cox Media Group Ohio. This hour is sponsored by Sim Trainer. This is WHIO's Consumer Warrior, Clark Howard. Beware scam artists in Dayton. I'll find you out. This is WHIO meteorologist Kirsty Zantini. If weather breaks this hour, we will break it. And you're listening to an Ask the Expert weekend on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Good afternoon, listeners, and welcome to this Saturday afternoon broadcast of Shooting from the Hip. I'm Jeff Pedro, in with Mark Avery, and we're from Sim Trainer, the Dayton area's first indoor range and firearms training center. You can visit us on the web at sim-trainer.com. You can give us a call at the range at 937-293-3914, or you can stop down the range, and we are open today. We probably will be for the remainder of the day till 5 o'clock when we close. And we'll be more than glad to talk with you about any of your firearms-related needs or interests. Our range is located at 2031 Dryden Road in Moraine, right across from DPNL. So if you don't have anything to do and you're looking for something to do before the weather gets any worse than it is right now, which, quite frankly, I've been on the roads at least in the greater Dayton and South area. And other than them being a little wet, just be careful. They're not that bad. I understand up north things are getting a little a little touchy. Wily? Yeah, a little, little yeah. touchy. So be careful. But come on down if you're interested. See if there if there's something we can help you with. And tomorrow we'll uh, post on our website, or uh, and also, you can also get it by calling the range. If there's uh, if, if things get really wicked, we'll probably end up having to close. But yeah, we uh, did we right did now, last Sunday, and it was it was good that we did. We actually had an opportunity with that closure to get some work done that we've been waiting to get get finished. So even though we were closed, one of our uh, members who does some work for us on the side. If uh, people have been to the range just last week, he painted the floor downrange, made it look real nice. So we did get something done. It was a productive day, even though we were closed for general business. But again, the best thing is going to be check the website, check the website calendar. Uh, if you're tied into our social media uh, connections, you'll be able to get the information that way. That's the easiest way to find out. If you want to call the show today or get in on the show today, please call us here at the studio at 457-1290. We'd be more than glad to talk with you. I want to start off today's show just by mentioning a few things that are upcoming that I want people just to kind of put in the back of their head. Uh, first of all, um, uh, Monday will begin the SHOT Show out in Las Vegas. Now, obviously, many of you probably are not going, but I bring it up now because the SHOT Show is usually kind of that yearly event where following the five or seven days that the, the manufacturers and distributors are out at the SHOT Show in Vegas uh, doing the things they do, and there is a whole lot of business taking, uh, taking place in addition to some recreational activities. But uh, this is when they will launch new products, let you know about new products, whether it's guns, accessories, ammunition, whatever the case might be, um, outdoor products. It's not only restricted to the firearms industry, so there's camping gear and ATVs and anything uh, for the outdoorsman or woman uh, certainly will be presented. And you can kind of follow along if you just uh, – put SHOT Show in your search uh, engine in your computer, and they have a lot of uh, uh, streamed events, including a live radio show that airs right there from the floor of the SHOT Show, and um, just some things that you can kind of follow along, but uh, that'll be this week, and stay tuned for the next week or so when there'll be a lot of announcements of new products. Uh, for the, those of you that are interested in that sort of thing, that's when uh, they'll be un- making those announcements. There's also a show that sometimes goes under-attended But it's one of the biggest shows in the country. It's called the Great American Outdoor Show. That runs for a full week, February 2nd through the 10th, in Harrisburg, uh, Pennsylvania. 
Uh, that's a great show. Again, it's everything outdoors, everything from guns to camping gear to ATVs to you name it. It's there. Fishing gear, uh, hunting gear. Um, uh, it's a great show. They have a great setup. But, uh, again, you just look at the Great American Outdoor Show. Now, that on, one's open to the public, isn't it? Yes, it is yeah. open to the public. A- absolutely. Um, the SHOT Show, obviously, is only open to uh, um, people in the industry and their designees. But uh, the outdoor, the Great American Outdoor Show is open to the public. Another one that's open to the public coming in April, April 26th to the 28th, is the NRA Annual Meetings over in Indianapolis, only an hour and a half away. Uh, that will run over the weekend, uh, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Basically, all you have to do... Um, you go there. Uh, it's going to take about an hour and a half to get there. You spend about four or five hours on the floor looking around at all the vendors that have stuff set up, some really neat stuff, some really cool stuff, some interesting and funny things occur when you're on that uh, show floor. Uh, but it's a very nice day, and then you can uh, you can either get lunch there at the actual venue. I believe they have it at the um, – what's the name of the big arena there in downtown uh, Indianapolis where the Colts play. I think it's right there at that big arena. And um, they keep uh, changing the names, yeah, uh, so I don't yeah, remember so, what yeah, that one is now. But it's right downtown, and it's real easy to get to. Parking is pretty convenient all over the place. Um, we went a couple of years ago and uh, walked around for four or five hours. We went over in the morning. Um, I believe we met and had breakfast. We went over in the morning. We came back, stopped, and had lunch on the way back, and it was a great day. Um, basically, we made we made it an eight-hour day and had a good time. Again, that's April 26th through the 28th in Indianapolis. And then the United States Concealed Carry Association is uh, um, having their annual conference uh, May 17th to the 19th in Pittsburgh. So keep those dates on your calendar. All right. You can hear the tones in the background, which means the Weather Center's been activated. We're going to head over to the Weather Center right now. This is Mark Avery and Jeff Pedro. We're shooting from the hip on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. When the Miami Valley gets hit with breaking news, severe weather, or traffic tie-ups, depend on us for up-to-the-minute information. AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. A winter storm warning is in effect in our area. This is AM 1290 and News 95.7. WHIO. This is a WHIO breaking news alert. The WHIO Storm Center has been activated. A winter storm warning has been issued for the entire Miami Valley until 4 a.m. tomorrow morning. We've been seeing rain in the Dayton area points south. We're seeing a mixture of freezing rain, sleet and snow in the northern Miami Valley counties. Many places around the Miami Valley have started off and continue to see freezing rain accumulating on surfaces, especially elevated surfaces like trees and power lines, and that could lead to a major issue. Storm Center 7 meteorologist Jesse Mack, we're getting reports of over over 5,000 power outages in Shelby County. Jesse tells us if you're seeing rain now, that is expected to change. Temperatures are steeply going to drop off as we go throughout the afternoon, especially into the evening hours. By the time we do get into the middle of the afternoon hours, I do believe many of us will begin to make that transition from a mixed precipitation or rain and actually lean towards snow, sleet, freezing rain, and all sorts of wintry precipitation. As for snow totals, we're getting reports from the National Weather Service. An inch and a half of snow is already falling in northern Sydney in, in uh, Shelby County. Two and a half inches of snow has already fallen in northern Belfelton. That's in Logan County. We'll continue to have updates on this winter storm warning throughout the afternoon and evening here on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. I'm Since John- 1932, Grismer Tire has built a legacy of trust with a commitment to quality, speed, and a full line of tire and repair services. Today, that legacy continues. When life is busy, Grismer is your one-stop shop for tires, repairs, and everything in between. No one else can match our 
scope of services, quality, and everyday low cost. Plus, no one gets you back on the road faster. Don't forget, we can handle all your factory scheduled maintenance. Make an appointment today. Grismer Tire, a legacy of trust since 1932. Midwest Industrial Equipment is your complete source for Clark and Komatsu material handling equipment. Whether you're looking for dependable forklifts, forklift service, industrial equipment parts, or even operator training, Midwest Industrial Equipment is the right move for you. Locally owned and operated with two locations to service you, we cover the entire Dayton and Cincinnati markets. Visit MidwestIE.com or call our corporate office, 877-366-7261. Make the move to Midwest Industrial Equipment. You will be glad you did. Baby boomers have shared their frustration about how much tax they pay. Let me reverse that for you and put the emphasis on saving taxes. This is Chuck Oliver, founder of the Hidden Wealth Solution, and I've been helping clients for over two decades to get their retirement on track and avoid the tax traps. Daily, I see clients paying taxes needlessly instead of maximizing their financial future. Learn how to save unnecessary tax and optimize your retirement. Visit retirementprotected.com, retirementprotected.com. Hi, this is Barry Williams, Greg from the Brady Bunch. What if you took classic TV's greatest stars from the shows we grew up with, including Don Wells, Jimmy Walker, Jerry Mathers as the Beaver, plus tons more, add you, and we all set sail on the high seas. The cruise sets sail November 8th through the 14th for the Western Caribbean on Celebrity Cruise Lines. You'll come home with bragging rights, the pictures to prove it, and memories to last a lifetime. Book your cabin now at classictvstarscruise.com. That's classic. TVstarsCruise.com. Your garage is an entrance to your home. Transform it into a welcoming entryway. It'll look great, but more importantly, Nature Stone reduces tract and dirt, eliminates puddling, standing water, and salt damage, and covers uneven concrete so you don't slip or trip. Don't replace the concrete. Don't paint your floor. It just doesn't work. Nature Stone is the affordable garage floor solution that beautifies your home. Call or go to naturestone.com to schedule your free in-home estimate and get up to 50% off. Nature Stone, the only concrete solution. Looking for a great place to work out? Hi, this is Wesley with Everybody Fitness. And if so, we have an offer that you can't refuse. How about a free 30-day membership? That's right. Try us out free for 30 days with no purchase necessary. Your free trial not only gets you access access to all fitness equipment, cardio, and free weights, but also to group fitness classes like Zumba, yoga, body blast, and more. You can even enjoy tanning and free use of our child care. So don't wait. Stop in one of our eight convenient locations or check us out online at everybodyfitness.com. The Kettering Dairy Queen is celebrating you this Saturday the 19th with half off. It's Fan Appreciation Day and half off. Come early. Doors open at 11 a.m. Stock your freezer with DQ cakes, Dilly bars, Buster bars, and more. No limits. Only at the Kettering Dairy Queen on North Lane. We've started off with rain in the Miami Valley, but several changes expected to move back in. That freezing line is dipping towards the south, and as we go throughout the afternoon, especially into the evening, we will eventually transfer over to snowfall and more snow expected throughout the overnight hours, as well as much colder temperatures move back into the Miami Valley. Winds picking up to 45 miles per hour around midnight tonight and a low temperature by tomorrow morning of 11 degrees. I'm meteorologist Jesse Mag on the Miami Valley Severe Weather Station, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Dayton and Springfield Station for 24-hour news, weather, and traffic and our Ask the Expert weekends, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Welcome back to the show, and this darn weather is crimping my personal style and cutting into my radio show, so we're going to have to fly <laughs> through uh, this next segment. But I wanted to talk, first of all, about a, a study that was just released the last couple of weeks by the Department of Justice, and um, it was an interesting study. 
uh, because it was uh, entitled The Source and Use of Firearms Involved in Crimes. Basically, how do bad guys get crime guns? And it was a pretty extensive study in that uh, there were in-depth interviews conducted with over 287,000 state and federal prisoners around the country, and a variety of questions were asked, but most of them had to deal with how did they get the guns uh, that they used in their crimes. And uh, interesting findings, although not very surprising, but uh, interesting, I'm sure, to some of the researchers because I know there's a lot of people who look at studies like this and they go into uh, gathering the data with some uh, maybe wrong intentions or wrong impressions. But believe this, statistic number one was that 90% of the guns used in crime were not obtained from a legitimate uh, retail source. That means that 90% of the guns used in crime were obtained somewhere else. And let me just break down um, some of the data. Less than 1%, eight-tenths of 1% were obtained at gun shows. And that kind of shoots the ad- the advocates for uh, shutting down the gun show loophole down. And they lead, to, lead people to believe that the majority or a considerable amount of the guns obtained in crimes are obtained in gun shows. And now that number, 10%, let's just take the 1% of 287,000 is what, Mark, 2.8? Uh, thousand? Two thousand, yeah, two thousand, yeah, 20, 000. almost three thousand I mean, of the guns. So it's not insignificant, but on a scale, it's it's not uh, as as big as people lead them to believe. Almost half the guns were obtained from the underground market, and what they re- mean there is they got it from somebody other who had criminals. either stolen it or otherwise acquired it illegally, and then they bought it from them, stole it from them, somehow obtained it from them. Six percent of the criminals admitted that they stole them themselves in some way, shape, or form. Could have been from another individual, could have been from burglary, could have been from a retail store. Uh, the remainder got them from family members, friends, and gifts. And I think it's unfortunate that they didn't delve into a statistic about whether or not the individuals, uh, the people who were involved in this, um, were in fact under a firearms disability at the time they acquired the gun, whether they acquired it legally by, by a lying, which essentially make it illegally, or otherwise, however they acquired it. And they didn't really include any data. And I've read this study, and Mark knows it. There must have been something that interested me for me to read 20 pages. Now, a lot that of it was fact. charts and graphs, so that okay. was nice. Only so about was, seven pages pictures. of text and a lot of pictures <laughs> and graphs. So it was my kind of reading. So it was an easy read for me, and I didn't have to have Mark read it and interpret it. I could do that myself. I have the ability to do that, and it worked out well. But Plenty I thought that was an unfortunate omission to the study because uh, the other reason I just bring that up is the last two – Media reported homicides in Dayton last week. Uh, the individuals who were arrested and charged were both, in addition to the murder, they were charged with having firearms under disability. And they, that just reaffirms what we already know. Most of the people who get guns and use guns criminally, they are not allowed to have them to begin with, and they obtain them other than through legal means. It's just repeated time and time again. So that brings us to the big question. Federal legislation been introduced about the the, the proverbial universal background checks are going to be reintroduced, and they want people to undergo universal background checks. And basically what they mean, and let me go on record as clarifying, all that really means is that it's basically going to add to a reaffirmation 10 years from now of the same data that we just saw from the current study that law-abiding citizens like you and I and Mark We're going to go through the processes that we're required to go through in order to obtain a gun, and we're going to obtain it legally, and we're going to have it, and everything's going to be fine. And the majority of criminals, the overwhelming majority of criminals, are going to obtain them through other than legal means and continue to do do their dirty deeds with illegally obtained guns and get them when they themselves are uh, it's against the law for them to possess them. So nothing surprising. Well, and I think that's that's one of the main points that 
all of the advocates of these policies refuse to even acknowledge, and that is that all the laws that they're going to pass, anything that they might do that affects so-called everyone, really only affects the people who are willing to follow the law. So that's you and I. That's the law-abiding citizen. That's everybody who goes to our shop. That's everybody who goes to any licensed gun dealer and purchases a firearm through the traditional um, retail means. So whether it's a new gun or a used gun, you're going to go through a background check. If you're a concealed handgun licensee in Ohio, that means your background check was already performed by the sheriff and you haven't done anything since that license was issued that would cause you to be a prohibited person. And so just showing us your concealed handgun license in its current status, that is all the that is all the reference that we need in order to do that. But the background check is still documented. And then for those people who are not in that position, we do a background check through the FBI National Instant Check System or the NICS system. And so we get an instant feedback. And, and it is most of the time it is pretty instant. The, the time that it's not is the time when it's most critical, and that's like on a Black Friday or uh, the last weekend before Christmas when everybody's out trying to buy guns and then the system gets overwhelmed and the fact that you have a concealed handgun license makes life easier for everyone. So, You know, I want to direct our, our listeners, those who want to read this study, again, it's entitled The Source and Use of Firearms Involved in Crimes, Survey of Prisoner, Prisoner Inmates in 2016. It was published in January of 2019 by the U.S. Department of Justice, and I would imagine Mark's going to be able to somehow get that up on our page for you to uh, have reference. But it's, a, it's an easy read, and I think it has interesting data. But again, I want to point out that they make reference to a 1997 study, obviously 20 years ago, DOJ conducted a similar study, and back then they reported that 93% of the criminals obtained guns they used illegally with straw purchases representing 40% and another 40% being from the underground street dealers, 13% being stolen. So the numbers are a little bit different, but at least in that previous study, they took, uh, they went to some length to uh, delineate that um, what we, we can surmise, although we can't say for sure in the current study, were that a lot of those uh, guns above and beyond uh, the 43% that they initially reported were obtained by the underground were obtained by people via straw purchases because they cannot get them legally otherwise. Yeah. So it's a reasonable supposition, I think, on the part of the reader. But when you read through there, keep, the, keep that in mind. And notice that in that 20-year period, the data was almost replicated. In 20 and years, not much has changed. There is a, a small group of people who will pass a background check and have criminal intent but have never been caught before, so they don't have a disability. And that we have seen that happen where yeah. people either uh, they weren't there, whatever their situation was wasn't reported, and so the, the FBI did not have that information, or they had not ever been yeah. caught before. It's a one-off. This so, is the first time they snap and they decide to go do something. The shooter in Parkland and the shooter exactly. in Sutherland Springs. Both of them passed background checks, although they had mental issues and other dealings with the law that didn't raise to the level of getting them put under a disability right. or otherwise prohibited from owning guns. But for the rest of those people who already have a firearms disability, whether they already own the firearm or not, those firearms, they're not allowed to possess any longer. So... It's not purchase a firearm under disability. It is a possession of a firearm while under under disability, and that's a felony. So here we have people who are felons who are going to commit felonies, and they're committing a felony to do another felony. You're not going to pass a law that's going to stop someone who is perfectly willing to commit a felony and and ignore the consequences or hope they won't have to pay them 
you're not going to pass a law that's going to affect their behavior in any way, shape, or form. So this whole thing with universal background checks, it's only universal if you're willing to submit to it, and those are not people who fall in that category. Yeah, and when we come back after this next break at the bottom of hour, I'm going to uh, Mark and I are going to engage in a discussion to kind of give an overview of some current pending legislation with an emphasis on this whole concept of universal background checks and how it ties in to some of the other things that are currently being discussed because we think it's important. So stay tuned after the break. All right, we're going to head over to the News Center with John Tisdell. This is Mark Avery and Jeff Pedro for Shooting from the Hip on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. It's our Ask the Experts weekend on the Miami Valley Radio Station with breaking news, weather and traffic, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. This is the station Dayton turns to first for live team coverage of breaking news. WHIO Dayton Springfield. Your news starts now. It's 2.30. I'm John Tisdale with the WHO News Update. Our top story, the Miami Valley remains under a winter storm warning until 4 a.m. tomorrow. We started off as rain, but sleet, snow, and freezing rain on the way. I'm meteorologist Jesse Mag. Your exclusive WHIO forecast is coming up. Not WHIO Triple Team Traffic. We're dealing with wet, slick driving conditions on the roads. Getting reports of salt trucks on the roads. This is on I-70 in Huber Heights. If you're going to be heading out uh, this afternoon, make sure you give yourself some extra time. But if you're going to be traveling right now on eastbound 70 from State Route 49, that eight-mile drive will take about eight minutes. Getting reports, though, of a watch for uh, uh, very slick driving conditions in the far northern parts of the Miami Valley. This includes I-75 between Shelby and Miami counties. And it is our top story here on this uh, here on this uh, Saturday afternoon. You've been hearing those beeps in the background. That means we've activated the WHIO Storm Center. Winter storm warning is in effect now for the entire Miami Valley until 4 a.m. tomorrow. The Dayton area points south have been seeing mainly rain, but areas of I-70 north have been getting freezing rain. We're getting reports of power outages and also could create some other issues. That's going to make things very difficult for road crews. As we go into tomorrow, much, much colder air is moving into the Miami Valley, and we could start off with wind chills as low as negative 10 degrees. Storm Center 7 meteorologist Jesse Mack will have the full forecast coming up. As for conditions in Warren County, let's get an update from our own Jeremy Rapp. Well, hey, John, it's been raining here in Warren County where I'm at, but now it's uh, it, it looks like it's starting to transition a little bit to possibly more of a wintry mix. Uh, that's what I'm looking at right now where I'm at here. Uh, cold for sure. Wet. Once again, it's been raining quite a bit, but uh, right now, looks like it may be transitioning to a, a bit of a wintry mix. John? All right, thanks, Jeremy. As for power outages, DPNL is reporting over 5,000 outages in Shelby County, 5,100 to be exact, and 83 reported in Miami County. We're seeing also several closings and delays due to the weather today. The, clo- the latest closings and delays brought to you by Bat to Business IT. You take care of your business. They'll take care of your IT. Go to batthebusinessit.com. The Dayton Public School all activities canceled for today, tomorrow, and Monday. These are cancellations for all activities for today. Tecumseh Local Schools, uh, Miami East Local Schools, Mad River Schools, Eaton Community Schools, Clark Shawnee Local Schools. Again, all activities have been canceled for today. The latest list is always updated on our website. You can see that full list at whio.com. And as for the roads, these counties are already under a level one snow emergency. Logan, Dark, Mercer, and Wayne County in Indiana. What do these snow emergencies mean? Level one means the authorities suggest that you don't go out unless it's imperative. Level two means that you should really only go out with medical conditions. And level three means that you can be ticketed and possibly taken to jail if you go on the roads. That's Vinny Carrozza from our breaking news team providing team coverage. 
Now the most accurate and dependable forecast, your Storm Center 7 meteorologist, Jesse Mag. We've started off with rain in the Miami Valley, but several changes expected to move back in. That freezing line is dipping towards the south, and as we go throughout the afternoon, especially into the evening, we will eventually transfer over to snowfall. And more snow expected throughout the overnight hours as well as much colder temperatures move back into the Miami Valley. Winds picking up to 45 miles per hour around midnight tonight and a low temperature by tomorrow morning of 11 degrees. I'm meteorologist Jesse Mag on the Miami Valley Severe Weather Station, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Latest scan of the live Doppler 7 radar. Starting to see a little bit of a break of the rain right now across the Miami Valley. Seeing that a little bit, a little bit of a pause in uh, portions of Miami and northern Montgomery counties and even Preble County. Although they're starting to see a little bit of a wintry mix starting to move into the western part of that county. Still seeing some light rain showers outside our studios on South Main Street. But wintry mix still continuing in the far northern part portions of the Miami Valley, seeing that all across Shelby and Logan counties, freezing rain continues uh, throughout Champaign and also the eastern portion of Clark County here on this Saturday afternoon. Currently, we have got 33 degrees in Huber Heights. We've got 32 degrees in Springfield, 33 degrees in Dayton at 234. I'm John Tisdell, WHIO Continuing News. If you are interested in flipping five to six houses this year to supplement your income, then Nick Fertucci has an opportunity for you. Over the last 10 years, Nick has flipped over 800 houses using his 3G strategy, getting in, getting out, and getting paid. The Dayton area is perfect for Nick's strategy, so he's looking for a small group of people to join his team that want to learn how to make money flipping houses. Right now, Nick's giving away his fortunes in flipping kit to introduce his 3G strategy and find motivated people that want to learn how to spot a house priced for a fix and flip how to use alternative money sources to fund deals, and how to sell a house to maximize profits. So if you're ready to join Nick's team, call 1-800-990-1242 right now to get your free Fortunes and Flipping kit. Call 800-990-1242 now, and as a bonus, he'll give you free tickets to a workshop he's hosting, plus a free smartwatch just for attending his information-packed workshop. So call 800-990-1242. That's 800-990-1242 to get your free kid today. You know, I recently heard that almost half of Americans make New Year's resolutions every year. One of the most important promises you can make in this dangerous world is protect your home and family. And that's why my friends at Simply Safe Home Security, they make it easier with their 24 hours, seven days a week home security, no contracts, no catches, and they believe the safest place on earth needs to be your own home so you feel protected every time you shut your door, leave for work, shut your eyes at night. There are millions now of Americans that already feel this way thanks to Simply Safe. And by the way, PC Magazine named Simply Safe both editor's choice and reader's choice for 2018. In 2019, it's a great time to ask yourself, do I feel 100% protected in this home that I've worked so hard for? And if you're thinking, well, this is the year to change it, just go to simplysafehannity.com. You get 10% off your home security system. That's simplysafehannity.com, 10% off, and join the millions of us protected by simplysafehannity.com. The WHIO Radio Storm Center has been activated. Updates every 15 minutes or sooner here on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. It's an Ask the Experts weekend on Dayton and Springfield's 24-hour news weather and traffic station. AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Welcome back to the show. And right before the break, I talked about how we're going to have a little bit of discussion about some of the legal matters that are currently pending, uh, both at the state and uh, um, national level. And I want to first of all mention that we're not going to spend any time today and probably not for several weeks talking about 
uh, the changes to the concealed carry bill because we don't want to wrongly lead people to believe that those things are law right now because it's going to be a couple of months before they come into play. So um, stay tuned. Know that there are some changes that have uh, already been uh, legislated and they're currently around the corner, but we're not going to spend much time. I want to talk kind of in uh, uh, order of what I think to be least significant to most significant. And first of all, I just want to mention also the issue about the bump stocks. That wasn't really a change in legislation. That was simply a matter of the Department of Justice, Justice Attorneys I think wrongfully changing the definition of what constitutes a machine gun to include a bump stock. Now, what are the implications? Number one, that after I believe the date is March 26th, unless there's some intervening uh, legal intervention on the Which part of a started. judge to issue a stay yeah. or something of that sort, um, anybody that has a bump stock is going to have to either destroy it or turn it into the ATF office. Now, I just want to let you know from personal experience, I was, according to the person that I called in the local ATF per, uh, office, the first person who called to inquire about that. And I did that for two reasons, because I'm going to obviously wait until as late as I can before I make that decision. And from a personal standpoint, I'm upset about it because I'm going to forfeit several thousand dollars in product and not get any compensation. So I'm interested in the argument more from a Fifth Amendment and 14th Amendment just compensation due process than I am so much about the bump stock, because... Um, personally, I enjoyed the bump stock and it was fun, but I could live without it. But, uh, the bottom line is I think it's wrong that I have to lose $3,000 or more of business profits just because of some decision that somebody made in the department of justice to wrongly classify a plastic, um, adjustable stock into a machine gun, but that, and after the fact, and after the fact, yeah. ex post facto, exactly. So enough said about that one. The assault weapons ban, Mark and I both think that's not going to go anywhere. Um, Nancy Pelosi made a big deal. They talked about what they want to do. They have a, a lot of definitions. We'll stay on top of that, but we're not going to spend much time on that right now. Um, it's especially not going to go anywhere in the Senate. That's exactly right. And that's right. where she introduced yeah, it. So. Yeah, so it's not going to go anywhere. And then there's three pieces of legislation that we'll be watching the Hearing Protection Act, national reciprocity, and then this universal uh, background check, which we think is the one we got to pay pl very close attention to because of the meaning of words. And we've talked about this before. Um, when people talk about universal background check, that means a lot of different things to a lot of different people, including attorneys, until you read the language and until you read the definitions of the words including in the legislation. And that's where I think Mark and I are, are most concerned about this concept of universal background checks because as Mark mentioned before the break, it's not gonna affect any of us on the face, except there's apparently some proposals in there that might affect or that will affect what we do with our guns if we decide to hand them down to our relatives and or private sales of firearms. So there's some issues that are obviously gonna be infringing on again, law-abiding citizens, because the people who, the criminals, aren't going to adhere to the universal background check. And I don't know why these people, I do know why, because they really don't understand the whole concept of the way guns transfer possession and, and the, the difference between lawful owners and uh, people who have them illegally and do illegal things. Well, with they them. don't really even make that distinction. They, don't, yeah. they believe anybody that has a gun is likely to do something evil with it. And frankly, I'm glad they don't have guns because they're telling me what they would do if they had a gun. But the, the real thing here is that uh, although most of the proposals so far have had a specific exclusion for inherited firearms, 
that's not the case in every situation. So the actual text of the bill is going to be extremely important to scrutinize at the nth level detail. Well, and the sad thing along those lines, I, I happened to follow some things on the Internet over the last week where there were some very pointed, inappropriate, potentially criminal, threatening comments made on both sides by people in high positions talking about if the country starts to de- continue to decline into the chaos that the current president they allege is is leading it, there's going to be trouble and um, implying that we'll meet on the streets. And of course, there's people on the other side who say things like, hey, let's tee it up and let's get it on. Well, we know that that's not going to be a, a productive ending. And the point I want to make about that is some of the, the emotion, we talk about that, is driving people to make irrational decisions on both sides, and it's wrong. We've got to continue to approach this with a, a, a rational mind, and and even though we argue that some people aren't very rational, and, and we can make that argument, but the bottom line is we've got to let rational, reasonable minds prevail in the in the production and enactment of uh, legislation that is going to be impacting, and that's the only way we're going to get to right. The and and outcome. so that that's one of the reasons why the NRA has come out and made a very strong push to have all their members understand that they are staunchly opposed to anything that uh, changes the current background check that makes it any more restrictive or that that puts additional requirements on what you're going to do if you want to purchase a firearm or sell a firearm as an individual. So um, there's, there's a lot of information about that available, and if you are an NRA member, you probably receive some of it. If you haven't, uh, you might want to go out and look at the NRA Institution for Legislative Action, uh, Institute for Legislative Action, NRAILA.org. There's a lot of information yeah. that they've posted out there yeah, as I well. just want people to keep in mind that whether you hear the term background check, enhanced background check, universal background check, in essence, they mean the same thing, except for the language that the people who are promoting the legislation use. And that's where we can sometimes... Well, you have to ago, get past the title. Yeah, years ago... We maybe got snowballed because we weren't paying close attention, but it's not going to happen anymore because what we used to be the silent minority is now the silent majority, and now we're the vocal. We're beginning to, be beginning to transition to the vocal majority, and we're saying, hey, enough is enough. We're not going to stand by and just watch you do things under the guise of one thing and sneak something in underneath it by the way you define a certain term. So they kind of did that here with the bump stock thing. I'm going to be point blank with you. I know the president... Uh, vested the Department of Justice with the responsibility of coming up with some recommendations. I don't know exactly know how that dialogue go- went, but I think they snuck it in when they all of a sudden on one day, not only did they mention that they're changing the definition of machine gun to include a bump stock, but they came right out in a separate in-your-face statement and said, and we're not going to give you any money when we have you turn And there's in not going to be any grandfathering. Yeah, yeah, we're not going to grandfather in, and it's too bad, and we're ready. And they also, in the same article, said we're ready to fight with our legal um, uh, might uh, any attempt to change the way the decision has been handed down. And I just think that's, uh, you know, that's tyrannical. Well, that, it is, it, and, it's, and it was a mistake, I think, on their part. Instead of actually discussing uh, the solution and try to come up with one that if you seriously think these are a problem, which there's no legal evidence to support that conclusion, but if you think they're a problem and you think that they should no longer be sold, then you need to provide some sort of means of a of a reasonable approach to transition. And what they've done was the transition is this date. If you still own one, you're a criminal. 
uh, that is goes against everything that this country stands for in its legal uh, jurisprudence. All right, we're going to take a break and head into the Weather Center. This is Mark Avery and Jeff Pedro for Shooting from the Hip on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. The Miami Valley's only radio station for 24-hour breaking news, weather, and traffic. AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. A winter storm warning is in effect in our area. This is AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. This is a WHIO breaking news alert. You're hearing those beeps in the background. It means the WHIO Storm Center has been activated. A winter storm warning is in effect for the entire Miami Valley until 4 a.m. tomorrow. We've been seeing rain in the Dayton area points south, and we're seeing a mixture of freezing rain, sleet, and snow in the northern Miami Valley counties. Many places around the Miami Valley have started off and continue to see freezing rain accumulating on surfaces, especially elevated surfaces like trees and power lines, and that could lead to a major issue. Storm Center 7 Meteor Jesse Magan, one of those issues, power outages. We're getting over uh, 5,000 power outages, according to DPNL in Shelby County. The DPNL map is showing the outages in Shelby County are north of Sydney, north of State Route 47. Jesse tells us if you're seeing rain now, that's expected to change. The temperatures are steeply going to drop off as we go throughout the afternoon, especially into the evening hours. By the time we do get into the middle of the afternoon hours, I do believe many of us will begin to make that transition from a mixed precipitation or rain and actually lean towards snow, sleet, freezing rain, and all sorts of wintry precipitation. As for the roads, these counties are under a level one snow emergency. That is Logan, Dark, Mercer, and Wayne County in Indiana. We'll continue to have updates on this winter storm warning throughout the afternoon here on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Looking for a great place to work out? Hi, this is Wesley with Everybody Fitness. And if so, we have an offer that you can't refuse. How about a free 30-day membership? That's right. Try us out free for 30 days with no purchase necessary. Your free trial not only gets you access to all fitness equipment, cardio, and free weights, but also to group fitness classes like Zumba, yoga, body blast, and more. You can even enjoy tanning and free use of our child care. So don't wait. Stop in one of our eight convenient locations or check us out online at everybodyfitness.com. Sim Trainer is the Dayton area's premier indoor shooting range and firearms training facility. Sim Trainer is a members only facility featuring 10 individual shooting stalls and a mechanical target retrieval system. Their range is also climate controlled for your year round comfort. Sim Trainer offers both pay as you go and year long individual and family memberships. They're also proud to offer reduced rate memberships for law enforcement and military. Need training? Sim Trainer holds unique and innovative firearms training courses, including the award winning first shots program a concealed carry course and an advanced five course handgun series sim trainer is open monday through sunday check the website sim-trainer.com to find out more or call 293-3914 sim trainer the dayton area's premier indoor shooting range and firearms training facility 2031 dryden road in moraine just across from dpnl online at sim-trainer.com Will there be excitement? You bet. How about adrenaline? You bet. Will there be lots of winners? You betcha. Live Harness Racing is back at Miami Valley Gaming starting January 4th. Post times are Sunday through Tuesday at 2.05 p.m. and Friday and Saturday at 6.05. Bet on a good time again and again this racing season at Miami Valley Gaming. Must be 21. Gambling problem in Ohio? Call the Gambling Helpline at 1-800-589-9966. 
The new assisted living to memory care Beehive Homes of Springboro is now open. Call 937-350-1211. Now accepting residents. You have to see Beehive Homes to truly appreciate the family atmosphere and the difference of a smaller, more personalized experience. Call 937-350-1211 and schedule a tour. Call 937-350-1211 today. Units won't last. Seeing Beehive Homes of Springboro is truly the next best place to home. Your basement is damp, dirty, and not somewhere you want to spend time. You've tried other flooring only to have to replace it again and again. Nature Stone is the only solution that will stand up to flooding and water damage. It has a higher insulation rating than carpet and is warmer than linoleum, vinyl, wood, or tile. Only Nature Stone will never have to be replaced. It's easy to clean and comfortable, too. Call or go to NatureStone.com to schedule your free in-home estimate and get up to 50% off. Nature Stone, the only concrete solution. Stock market instability, volatility, and losing money is a big concern. But it doesn't have to be. With a structured retirement plan, you can protect your money and forward your financial progress toward retirement. You don't have to risk your future riding the stock market roller coaster. Call the Miami Valley's retirement resource and author of Income Allocation, David Gaylor at Tradewinds Financial Group. 800-385-0437. That's 800-385-0437. And tune in Saturdays at 3 for your game plan for retirement. Investment advisory services are offered through Precision Capital Management and SEC Registered Investment Advisor. The Kettering Dairy Queen is celebrating you this Saturday the 19th with half off. It's Fan Appreciation Day and half off. Come early. Doors open at 11 a.m. Stock your freezer with DQ cakes, Dilly bars, Buster bars, and more. No limits. Only at the Kettering Dairy Queen on Dorothy Lane. We've started off with rain in the Miami Valley, but several changes expected to move back in. That freezing line is dipping towards the south, and as we go throughout the afternoon, especially into the evening, we will eventually transfer over to snowfall. And more snow expected throughout the overnight hours as well as much colder temperatures move back into the Miami Valley. Winds picking up to 45 miles per hour around midnight tonight and a low temperature by tomorrow morning of 11 degrees. I'm meteorologist Jesse Mag on the Miami Valley Severe Weather Station, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. When the Miami Valley gets hit with breaking news, severe weather or traffic tie-ups, depend on us for up to the minute information. AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Welcome back to the show. This is Mark Avery with Jeff Pedro for Shooting from the Hip, and we're glad that you've joined us on this wild weather weekend. Um, let's uh, jump out to the phones and talk to Duke, who's calling from Wilmington. Duke, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks. I appreciate it. Um, I just want to comment when it comes to the whole background check discussion, and I've had this discussion with a lot of friends over time, and the bottom line is if you believe the Second Amendment is actually a right then anyone walking around freely should be able to exercise it. So if there's a problem that needs to be addressed, it's not background checks at the point of a legal sale. The problem has to do with sentencing, and the problem has to do with what we do to incarcerate people or take mentally ill people off the streets. That's the root of the problem. Now, uh, I did not pay you to say any of that. Is that correct? No, that's correct. <laughs> this is, I, I completely agree with you. Uh, this is one of the positions that I've held for a long time, that if the the judges that were passing sentencing were made conscious of the fact that at the point that this person leaves the actual incarceration, that they will probably have a firearm, the legal question aside, they would do a lot more about making sure they stayed 
out of this out of circulation and out of society because they're they're too dangerous to own a firearm in society. They're too dangerous to be in society. Mark and I know uh, before we began the show, you talked about a study that was done in California and one done in Chicago. They showed that when they took care of criminals the way they're take care supposed to take care of criminals, there was a significant decline in the violent crime rate in those crime-ridden communities. I'm not sure that Chicago would be significant. I mean, there's a small numbers, but it's a decrease, and that's different from what it had been. Yeah, and the same, what's unfortunate, uh, Duke, is, and you probably won't know this, is that many of the states with the highest, and not only states, but the, the communities with the highest violent crime rates, they're the ones who are advocating that they need to undergo sentencing and criminal justice reform and make it so people don't spend as much time in prison, and then as a result, um, certain other things can or, or may or may not happen. Duke, thanks very much for calling the show. Let's jump out and talk to Michael, who's calling from Dayton, also with a comment about Second Amendment. Welcome to the show. Uh, yes, I have a question. Sure. I, I guess it relates to what George, a guy named George, said last Saturday, talking about what weaponry the Second Amendment covers. Now, my here's my question. If I wanted to go out and buy a bazooka, and I wanted to go out and buy a grenade launcher or anything else the, the, the Marines might carry in Helmut Province, Afghanistan, or some battlefield. Do you think the Second Amendment allows me to, go, to buy that type of weaponry? Yes or no? That's all I want to know. Well, I mean, it's not a simple yes or no question. Why because, isn't it? Well, because the because we have uh, legal precedent that that unfortunately weighs in. I think if you take just the text of the Second Amendment, it absolutely says yes, you can own whatever you choose as arms, and that uh, the right to keep and bear arms. It doesn't say firearms. It doesn't restrict it to. Uh, only individual use weapons. It could be crew served. In fact, most of the cannon used in the Civil War were privately owned, uh, and and then the Revolutionary War were privately owned um, pieces of artillery. So the 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 real direct answer to your question, I think, is yes, the Second Amendment does protect that. But then the other half of that is what has um, the the laws done? Well, I, yeah, I, I'm a lawyer and I follow this stuff. Even Scalia. The late Justice Anton Scalia said these, that there are, you know, there's certain restrictions. But I guess here's my thinking: every other, th- every everything else in the Bill of Rights is subject to, to lim- limitation, what they call a balancing test. But the, in other words, via the rights of these of society vis-a-vis the rights of the individual. But it seems like the Second Amendment is immune from this from this uh, balancing test. In other words, it's, I've heard people say, well, the second amendment makes all the other amendments possible. So therefore it's up on a pedestal. It's not, it shouldn't be subject to this uh, balancing test. And I, I just don't, I, I don't agree with that logic. The second amendment is every bit as important as everything else in the bill of rights, but it's not more important. And I got NRA buddies who tell me, oh, no, the Second Amendment is the most important thing in the Bill of Rights. I think that's uh, fallacious thinking. But I'm, I'm, I love your show, and I'd just like to have, have you some maybe sometime 
do you think the Second Amendment is the most important thing in the Bill of Rights? I've I, I, I got NRA buddies who think it is. Mike, let me. Uh, I'm, this is Jeff talking, and I want to let you know that I think they're all important. I also think that balancing test is equally applicable to all the amendments. Okay. Um, the balancing test essentially uh, refers to the right of the people versus the will of the, the government. And the balancing tests are usually determined through case law, as Mark was alluding to. And, and I think that they, and he was, Mark was, I think, going to go into that, is that the Second Amendment, when it's pure language and intent, was certain way. But because of the evolution of time and the case law that has evolved since then has resulted in certain prohibitions, just as has been the case relative to uh, mostly the First Amendment, the the Second, the Fourth, the Fifth, the Sixth, and the Eighth Amendment. Those are the ones, at least in the criminal realm, that have been most evolving and most subject to precedent and most relevant to kind of the discussion we're having here. So I don't disagree. And I think that as we tell people when it's time to vote, we tell people to be multi-issue voters and not to hang their hat on the Second Amendment because I think that gets you kind of locked into a box and kind of narrow narrow thinking uh, to a certain degree. But um, anyway, thank you for your call. And that's something we will certainly bring up on uh, future shows. So thank you for your call and for your comment. I only have a couple minutes here, Mark, and I want to talk about uh, a couple things that we have going on at the show or at the store that uh, our listeners, I'm sure, are interested in. We finally got the Sig Sauer P365s in, and we're offering a great special, the Sig 365 uh, with a Haas holster and an extra 12 magazine for uh, $650. And speaking of Haas holsters. Yeah, that is a great deal because you've heard Jeff and I talk about holsters and a lot of other products, including this, uh, th- these guns that have been really in very short supply. Uh, a few years ago, Andy, Andy Hostetter came to us with this new product, a custom holster, that he just wanted one that worked better. Um, he's been on the show with us before. They're some of the best handmade Kydex and Kydex leather hybrid holsters that you can get. So the holsters that he's developed is specifically designed to work with this firearm. So you're going to get that holster along with it. We have also Haas holsters available for lots of other models. Come on down to the range. Check out the quality and utilities holsters. Try one on. Ask our staff to help you if you've got a different gun that you want to put in a holster. I have a Haas holster for every gun that I carry. So it's a it's a great holster. They are, they're very comfortable, and they do a great job. So check out the full line of models, or you go to HaasCustomHolsters.com to, to see it and, and place an order there. Um, and again, I mentioned the SIG 365. Uh, they came out last year. They were hard to get. They're starting Boy, to break they? now. We're going to get a good supply of them uh, in stock. They currently have two in that package deal with more to come next week. In addition, next week, we have finally gotten the Smith & Wesson uh, Shield uh, 380EZ without the thumb safety. We've got about a half dozen coming. So if you want one, get in the store. Let Mark know you're wanting one. We'll get you one pre-ordered, make the down payment, and we'll take care of you. Thanks very much for being part of the show today. This is Mark Avery and Jeff Pedro for Shooting from the Hip on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. From our downtown Dayton McAfee Heating and Air Studios, WHIO AM Dayton, WHIO FM Pleasant Hill, a Cox Media Group station.